Craig Bentos. He's thrown a kettle over a pub. What have you done? Um, when you see someone look at a, 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 a little handicap. And that's yeah. the real quiz. That was yeah. the real quiz. Sperminate. <laughs> it's difficult to tell with the wheelchair ones. They're cracking up. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to Out of Office. It's another one of our isolation specials. Doing it remotely this week. Um, and this week, we've got George Riley, sports presenter, commentator, and a bloody good rep. <laughs> Georgie boy. Yeah, yeah Georgie boy. Yeah, definitely a super fan. If anyone follows him on Twitter, they'll know. Answers pretty much every tweet, essentially, with an office quote. So we thought, yep, yeah, he'll fit in here. He'll so, brighten the place up. Yeah, so we thought we'll, we'll get him in and we'll have a chat. Should we get him in? Let's bring him in. Come on, Georgie boy. George, or should we say the Canterbury Tales Chaucer? How are you doing? You right? <laughs> You know, idea how, how pleased I was to work out how to change my name <laughs> on an app. <laughs> we, did, uh, we did the pub quiz the other night, and I think we were waiting for a good 10 minutes, wasn't it, for everyone to change their team names. It took a, took a while. Yeah. You know what? Well, I was part of an office pub quiz uh, last night, actually, last night. Oh, nice. Um, How'd you do? Already doesn't, already doesn't sound like it was as good as yours because ours wasn't, <laughs> ours wasn't visual. It was WhatsApp only, granddad. Um, <laughs> so it, it was a case of, here's the question, reply personally in the next 30 seconds. So it was all a bit weird. Um, but I came second. So, there you go. You know, as well. Every, every cloud. Another one next week. Uh, I'm going to be quiz master next week. So takes me out oh. of the firing line. Um, <laughs> Is it, is, it, is it going to be the office each week then? Yeah. Um, so I'm in, uh, I, I've, I've just realised all you said was hello and I've just got off on one already. Um, hello, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> That's good. The yeah. less, the less yeah. we have to talk, the, yeah. the, the better yeah. for everyone. Yeah. That's why we have guests on. Yeah, not, not a trick, is it? Talking <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm in, I'm in a, an office WhatsApp group, which I'm sure you are as well, uh, where you can, you can only... You could only talk to each other if it's a quote or related to a quote. Um, so you, you need to talk about your life and stuff, but it's got to be in an office quote. Very and good. it's, yeah, it's, um, it's basically me and a bunch of rugby, rugby players. Um, right. Le- Leeds players, really. Leeds are doing well. Um, more rugby, <laughs> more Yeah, more admits it. Um, so, yeah, there's basically me and half a dozen Leeds Rhinos rugby league players and a couple of now former players and yeah we just dip into there a few times a day just rinse each other with a quote from the <laughs> office and leave, leave it at that uh, yeah we just we did we did a quiz our first ever office quiz together to see who actually knew the most um and uh yeah so i so we i just said i'll do one next week because i wanted to do a better one um, so yeah because professionalism so, is uh, exactly, and, that, and that's what I wanted, and we almost got. But we're <laughs> next week. Next week will be better. Yeah, I, I like the sound of that. I think WhatsApp quiz is interesting. There's a lot of trust on that because obviously the phone. Yeah. Well, it's it, it, it's interesting. Yeah, because you basically say no, no googling, whatever. I like with Zoom, you can do it on your iPad and have your phone in your hand if you want it to cheat, I guess. Yeah. Um, but WhatsApp, like you're on the so the question goes in the group, and then you've got thirty seconds to personally message the answer to that guy who's put it in the group. 
but then presumably he can see if you go from online to offline. So if you, <laughs> <laughs> so if you clicked out, because there was one point, there was one point actually when I was halfway through an answer and my mum rang, I got accused of cheating because we thought, <laughs> we thought I'd gone out of the app and got into Google. And it was actually, no, it's just my mum ringing about nothing. You don't and know was, who's saying in the summertime, do you? No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, she, I don't think she would have done. Um, it was actually that, actually that question was about the what what is what is the brewery, and I had a massive mental block. Um, but I, I got there eventually. I just inside the thirty second cutoff. So, I mean, where where is your cutoff? Um, uh, but yeah, no, it was good. It was it was interesting. I was a little little disappointed not to win, um, if I'm honest. But you know, can't win, can't win them all. Well, I think, you know, you and the lads uh, would be more than welcome to join us on a Sunday. It'd be great to have um, some, some true fans. To be fair, the quotes were, were flying around. It was, uh, it was actually really quite enjoyable just listening to everyone just bounce on that. I, uh, we could have just shut up. We'll try and get it on YouTube, don't we? It'd yeah, we'll, to, we'll get it on If we could there. have a kind of a, a continuous uh, sort of each week we upload our Sunday, Sunday evening quiz or something. We'll do it. Um, we'll do it eventually on a live stream, I think. So people who don't want to take part can watch and, uh, you know, just just enjoy. Really, just sit. Back I think they're all they're always a bit dangerous stuff like that. Like I did um, a partridge pub quiz in Manchester a few years ago, and I was rubbish. I was rubbish. I had to let myself go. In. I was rubbish. But 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 because they're so. You know, it's it's such a popular topic. It it's it, it's really hard. They make it really niche. So you know, it's not like oh, what's his catchphrase? You know, aha, whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. it's so, it's really random stuff that you'll never know. And you, you know, it, it's really hard. And it's that's hard. the dangerous with stuff like this. You think he's going to blow your cover, and you actually you're not an expert. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about because the questions will be really difficult. Yeah, I've I've got high hopes for you. We've got a little a little mini quiz later, and I've. I think already. I think you'll do all right. I've, I've got, I've got faith. We've got a silver medalist in an office quiz, you know, with us. So, you know, right. sure. I'm expecting big things. No one's, no one's got ten yet, have they? So nine and a half of a kind of. There's a couple, maybe three. Nine and a half out of ten. So, standard. What's, what's nine standard and a half good. out of ten as a percentage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't need, don't need luck when you've got. No, it's a landslide. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think the quiz uh, element of of uh, the virtual side has taken off. Everyone's having a go, so it's good to see WhatsApp. So if anyone's listening and wants to challenge the mates, WhatsApp can be done as well. There you go. It sounds like everyone's doing a quiz of some kind at the minute. I know it's it, it's going to be like what what was your memories of lockdown? It'll be quizzes. <laughs> it's like you can't you can't go on you can't go on Twitter without just a stream of question one, question two. It's like please go away. I can't, I can't. I can't look at another quiz on, on, my, on my feed. We're going to run out of questions. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, being the being the quiz master for hours, um, I'm not at the point. I'm, I've still got a massive list of questions, but it's going to become a time when they have to get particularly niche. So I'm trying yeah. to rush. I'm trying to put them into categories of easy and hard, and then really hard, and then just trying to ration them out. Yeah. Yeah, but still, fuck them. You know, you know it. We'll find a way. We'll have to steal some yeah. off the uh, off everyone else that's doing it. And just rotate. Ideal. Yeah. One thing we do uh, we do always ask our guests is uh, the first question is uh, Did you get an agenda for today's meeting? Did, did no, did no get an agenda. No. <laughs> Easy. 
Too easy. Next. <laughs> and then we say, uh, what's your tipple? This is genuinely a, a question. What's your well, doesn't I'm have to be the point. But... I'm actually currently drinking uh, right now a Heineken 0%, which um, I don't mind saying is absolutely revolting. <laughs> um, my sponsor is Heineken. <laughs> um, I I went I went uh, I went booze free on New Year's Day, so I'm still going. So it's day if you count it day day 107 if you count it. I think um, he doesn't drink. No, uh, um, but you know it, it would be it would be it would be a craft beer of some extortionate value normally. Um, living in, I live in well Chalton, basically South Manchester, which is just craft beer everywhere for a, you know you won't get a pint you won't get a pint under a fiver really um so but no so i'm not i'm not drinking at the moment so it's it's non-alcoholic non-alcoholic but, do you find that do you find that helps just the taste does that does that do it just the, from, from the non-alcoholic uh, aspect of it because i've toyed with doing a challenge like that but i just don't think i've got the the strength yeah, just to see it through yeah you know what? You you might surprise yourself. I've always been, you know, I've always loved beer, and I still do love beer. And I'm not going to say I'm never going to drink again because I will, because I love beer. But I wanted to do this just, you know, well, for clarity of thought, for mental health, to for my physical health, to save money for all kinds of reasons. Um, but I do love beer, so I, I did find it think I'd find it difficult, but it's actually been quite easy. And there are um, there are nice non-alcoholic beers like Brewdog do three different ones, and they actually taste the same as the alcoholic ones, but just without that little bit where you, you know you get the bit of, ah there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the good bit. Yeah, yeah the, the good bit. Um, you just you don't have that. So um, no, it's fine. I, I could actually I could happily sit in and drink a nice non-alcoholic IPA. It's just I, I walked around to the supermarket last night because I fancied one, and they were all out. So I ended up with bloody Heineken 0%, which is, it's, you know, there's absolutely no point drinking because it's not nice. Um, <laughs> might as well have a cup of tea. Uh, he yeah. says, but I am drinking it because it was in the fridge looking at me. If so, Heineken, if Heineken listen and want to send us any, then feel free. Sure. I think, I, I might, maybe that's something I might, I might try. Not during a lockdown though. I think, um, the you might surprise been, yourself, mate. It's, a, it's the same as mar- it's the same as marathons. Um, I, I never thought I'd run one, and then you have a reason to do it, and then you do it, and then I got got the book, and I've done loads now. Five in two years. Uh, uh, seven marathons in seven years, six years actually. Um, oh wow! But, Good play. Good play. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not why I do it, but thank you. Um, <laughs> You're not going to give out any yeah. extra ransom. I'll go to that. If anything, no, that'll be for his no. comedy. Yeah, you know, it, this are. is the the thing we've found with all of our sort of super fan episodes is that it's been exactly like it is with having you. It's essentially and a bit like your WhatsApp group. It's just quote 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 and it's, just ab- just absolute bollocks from start to finish. Essentially, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of what we specialise in. So you know, you'll fit it's in scary, it. But it's it's scary, isn't it? Because it's. You try and talk normal, like we've just been having a normal conversation, non-office related stuff like running marathons and drinking shit, non-alcoholic beer. Yet you'll start a sentence and you'll find yourself easing your way into it at a quote (laughs) in the office because there there is one there for you. (laughs) 
it is mad the, the, the ease of which scrolling through Twitter and the re- you can just reply to pretty much every single one. I know. And it's da- I've got to stop myself doing it because there's a there's a re- an office reply to every tweet and it's fine, like, you know, if it's to the de- you guys or the David Brent account or or Ralph Little, who's, as I'm sure you can see, is a, well, fr- actually a friend of my girlfriend's, but a friend of mine. But um, we know him through that. But he, you know, he says something and I'll fire back with it. And then, you know, before you know it, you, you're replying to Laura Koonsberg or someone like that. With it. I was like, hang on a minute. <laughs> you know, that, <laughs> that's, that's not what I'm meant to be doing. <laughs> it's, when, it's when they don't get it and then you yeah. end up in an argument and they, they, yeah. they continue to come back and you're just dropping quotes in. And then yeah. you just say, ooh, don't you know? And yeah. then they get arsy with you. Yeah. yeah. Or, ooh, you're hard. That always works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, we've enjoyed many of them. And we always encourage yeah. that from everyone to, to basically just tag us in those threads, get us in there, and we'll, we'll take on, the, uh, take on the, the danger, <laughs> so to speak. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's, we, we generally end up in this sort of, um, this conversation of essentially how it's just taken over life. The office has become kind of common parlance. It is, it's part of your vocabulary now. You can't really escape it. It's, it's just mindset and it's, it's there and that's it. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, it, it gets, it gets to a point when I, if I'm broadcasting and I, I can feel myself doing it and it's like, no, hang on, I'm on radio or I'm on telly or something, you know, I behave yourself a little bit and he's like no but this is a really good quote that guy from um, Bid Up TV or QVC or whatever it was he had his um, oh he was brilliant wasn't he yeah oh he's fantastic but that uh, was that was that was unintentional right that was oh, I think so yeah I think yeah. that was just the way that way that he was I think he definitely ran with it after he after the comparisons were made but um, yeah. I suppose why wouldn't you? There actually is, uh, with, within my, my, I say my sport, I've never played, but my passion as a sport, rugby league, a lot of the players are really into the office and really into Brent to such an extent. They, they, they do conduct interviews by seeing how many. <laughs> and there's a brilliant yes. one, actually. <laughs> have, you, have you seen the James Graham one? No. Um, uh, have no, a search for it afterwards. So James Graham is a, an England, England prop forward who plays uh, in the NRL in Australia. He's a scouser uh, from St. Helens, big ginger-haired bloke. Nathan! <laughs> no, um, <laughs> it's a good name. Um, and it, yeah, he, he, was do, he was being interviewed by a journo in Australia somewhere. And it, uh, I can't remember what the question was, but he just answered it brilliantly. And it was like, said, uh, he was asked about his motivation or why he wants to succeed or something like that. And he was like, money. Money don't make my world go around. <laughs> Reaching out to the higher ground, and then he went went through the whole thing, and then started singing it. And the guy, and the guy didn't have a clue what was going on. It was so good. <laughs> Cause we're living. Yeah, it was like he went oh, right the way through that's it. Great. That and then he started, laughing, he started laughing at himself. At the end of it. it was so good. I'll t- I'll dig it out for you after this and send it to you. Yeah. Really, really good. See the more the more. Um... The more people we talk to and the more that we've uncovered with uh, with the podcast and with uh, these kind of chats is that I think it maybe is we, we see it as quite niche, but the audience is actually pretty, pretty big. There are a few really knowledgeable people that will literally know every quote and you can go yeah. for a very long time with them on that. Um, but I think I mean, even hearing about rugby players, to be fair, you wouldn't necessarily have, have put that. Down. I don't know why you wouldn't think that, but 
Oh, there's a, just, no, there's it's, a big. It's so it's a broad church, really. Well, I'm going, going back, going going back to the specific group that I'm in. Um, one of the lads in there, good friend of mine, buddy, good rep. Um, uh, uh, Rob Burrow, who's a Leeds legend, now retired, and he's he was diagnosed with motor neuron disease um, at the end of last year. I don't know if you might have seen him on the news. Yeah, and um, it was kind of he he absolutely loves the office and Gervais and and Brent and kind of we one of the lads in the group, Stevie, who is the captain at Leeds, managed to get in touch with Ricky Gervais to get him to do a video for Rob. I think I saw oh, that. Amazing. Oh, you yeah, might, yeah, it went, it went yeah. viral. It was on the old Sky Sports News and stuff. Yeah, it was very good. And it was absolutely brilliant. And that was, yeah, that was born out of our WhatsApp group. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That was just us trying to make each other laugh, you know. But he did it. He did it. He did such a good job, and it was really funny. <coughs> that's, that's great, I think, yeah. If, if uh, again, Ricky, if you're listening, we'll have a video. <laughs> <laughs> We're in lockdown. What else has he got to do? He's yeah. doing his six o'clock broadcast, and his wartime broadcast or is is that still going? I've not seen it for a few days actually. Probably. Yeah, is. yeah, he's been, he's doing them every day. Should be uh, should have kept up uh, kept up with that one. It's the lads' bedtime, though, isn't it? So sometimes it's just to be left there crying when I'm watching Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> tell him where's your priorities. Ricky's talking. <laughs> the, the God is talking. Have you um, been? Um, have you have you seen uh, a Brent Against Humanity game? No. You know the the card game, Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, I played it last week. Actually, that's another oh. another lockdown favourite. Yeah. Um, well, essentially, what we do is we pick a Brent get a we pick a Card Against Humanity card, mm. and then we tweet that out, and then we get our followers to uh, answer it using any kind of office quote or Brentism right. or anything. Um, and you would be each, very good. Each week we, we send one out um, and then we essentially just choose the best reply. Um, sure. Tweet it out and, you know, we pick a winner. Um, and this week's one, try and find it. This week's was a good one. I've enjoyed this one. Some so good this replies. week's was, today on the Jeremy Carl show, help, my son is blank. <coughs> Um, have you got an answer that comes to mind straight away? Um, I would try, try to think of what he says to the Og monster when he first meets him. Big goggle, <laughs> go, big goggle-eyed freak, that one. <laughs> that was the first one that came away. I think someone had gone with a big lanky goggle-eyed freak. That one, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> sure, yeah, that, that, that wouldn't have been a pointless answer, that but That was the first one that came away. <laughs> there are some excellent ones here. I'll, I'll let you choose the choose the winner are you looking at these as well sam i am just scrolling through yeah there's uh there's <laughs> there's there's a few decent ones normally there's there's about three or four that come up every yeah. week frey bentos black man's cup sure. but i think you may have finally found a <laughs> sure. card that um that doesn't necessarily lend itself to that so firstly we still got we still got have? a big pair of tits yeah, yeah that's in there every week uh Mark paxton sergio giorgini that's yeah. that's an interesting one. Always the same. Yeah. <laughs> Being raped up there is a bit root one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. How my son is uh, being raped up there. I'm not sure. Not not as cosmopolitan as or as educated as me. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey Allen. Do you want to gross for some spastics? Yeah. Special <laughs> needs child. 
naked on all fours, literally being done doggy style. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's worse. Okay. That's worse than the one before. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's derogatory. Yeah. Someone's put a Tory. With a Tory. Is that is that an office quote? That's no. harsh, isn't it? That's oh. um, it's relevant, but it's not. It's not strictly <laughs> topical. Pol- political. Uh, we'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave that running, and we'll pick a we'll pick a winner or something at the end. Have you? How, have you how got my a... son is shagging Taffy's dog. That probably could be. <laughs> <laughs> have you got a particular uh, favourite episode or particular scene or quote? Um, you know what? Like, I mean, I've, I probably am a geek because I spend most of my day talking like I'm in the office, but I've not actually watched them all that much. Um, I remember it first coming on the TV, um, which would have been, when would that have been? 2002? 2001, I think it was. 2001, yeah. Because I was living living with six lads in Leeds working on basically the first radio station I worked on. And I I always had to go to bed early because I was on doing doing breakfast radio and they were all out at the pub. So I I basically had my quiet night in on a, whatever it was, Monday, Tuesday night when it was on, on BBC Two, I think. And I always used to watch it and I just absolutely loved it. But I, pro- I probably only watched it. And then I got the DVDs and the scripts as everyone did because you couldn't get them online. Then. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the, the actual printout books of scripts. But then I, I probably, I've never binge watched it. I've never really revisited and watched it. Kind of watched it probably a few, the original time and then probably a couple of times since. It's kind of just bits of it stick with me and I'm sure I get a lot of the quotes wrong but I, it just kind of stuck with me but um, I love the I mean the best ever scene or it's a it's not even a scene it's a split second which is just absolute genius it is is when they leave the nightclub and Gareth goes past in the sidecar <laughs> <laughs> I mean the, the, the creative thought process I thought this is going to be a great way to end this show Right, they're all getting drunk and Brent and Finch are being disgusting in this club. Tim clearly wants to get out of there. How are we going to end the scene? And they've left it lingering with Gareth and the bloke who doesn't know who he is, who, who then he's touting out his wife to Gareth. And he says, I don't want to be a part of that. And then they just leave that dangling, don't they? Yeah. And then, and then it, it's just how it ends with Brent drunkenly walking away with Tim. <laughs> and then you see, the, you see the sidecar goes past and just that little look to the yeah. side. That little look from Gareth is absolute comic genius. So that, 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 that would be the best the best one, definitely. That's a great point. Um, I really like that. I think the, I mean, that could have so easily just been them all getting in a taxi or... Yeah, I mean, like it's that. like... But the sidecar, just brilliant. <laughs> and obviously, I'm, I'm sort of probably seeing it coming at it from a different angle, maybe, just because, um, you know, I've, I've, I know how telly and radio works because that's all I've done all my life. But I, I can't imagine that creative brainstorm where I think how can we end this scene and they've come up with that <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's that absolute genius and for for Mackenzie Cook just to do that it was honestly it was absolutely perfect because you just know you can't see it coming like the first mm. time you can't see it coming and you just see him and it's just absolute absolutely brilliant and that still makes me laugh yeah so that's the, think- it's not it's not even a scene it's kind of is a scene but it's a kind of a split second but that that would be it I mean episode <laughs> Episode, it's it's corny, but I thought the, I thought the Christmas ones were brilliant. I don't know if that was just because you had such such a long wait to get your fix. Um, That's a good point. It was a long, uh, yeah, it was a long period. It, um, but yeah, and and the end, 
you know, when when Brent tells Finchie to to fuck off, and we finally kind of right, we're on side with him then. Mm-hmm. And and all, when when Dawn comes back in, I, you know, I, I'm an I'm an emotional guy. I, I, kind of, <laughs> I like that moment as well. And um, and all the other stuff going on, you know, the cheesy dancing and you know the the Keith in his big gown and all that going on in the background to what is actually quite a touching moment. Um, we said this when we when we covered the episodes and we were going through them, and I think the um, I think especially the second part of the Christmas episode is is not only some of the best uh, British comedy of all time. I think some of the best British TV of all time. Yeah, I think yeah, I'd agree. The, the way that they've the way that it's all wrapped up, and they didn't need. I mean, I, I haven't really watched the American Office, but a lot of people no. say it's brilliant because it's longer and it, they've drawn out the characters more and they're deeper. You know, they've, they've worked on the characters more and they've developed, etc. But the fact that you can do everything that they did in two six-episode yeah. series and two specials, yeah. it is a work of art. It, it sounds corny, but it really is. Yeah, no, it is absolutely incredible. And there's a lot to be said just for leaving it like that, like, you know, half a dozen episodes of series and then the specials and like, that's how good it was. I mean, for example, I love Homeland. Uh, but it's got progressively worse, and I'm sticking. I'm sticking with this series, and I watch what nine, nine, nine hour long episodes now of utter shite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot. There's a lot that go that way. I mean, uh, well, here's another one. Here's another one. Right, I've got every box set of Prison Break in my cellar at the moment. I I loved Prison Break when it came out. Yeah, Prison Break. Prison Break one, brilliant, incredible, gripping, great acting, great cast. Prison Break 2, what are they going to do this time? You know what I mean? <laughs> Break back right. in. Yeah, yeah. Well, effectively, that's, li- that's, that's literally, literally what it was. That's literally <laughs> what it was. But, but it's like, okay. So it was still good, but not quite as good as when they got out of the prison in the first place. And there's a Prison Break 3 and a Prison Break 4. And by the end of it, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's, it's mad. It, it, it literally became a cash cow. Yeah, um, that's, that's the problem if you start... And you get a lot into the, the American shows, don't you? There's a lot of yeah. shows that, that I, I quite like. I start things like, um, oh God, what's it called? The ones of all the geeks. Uh, don't, uh, don't take don't, don't take it if you've not got one ready. It slows you down. <laughs> <laughs> Big Bang Theory, that's the one. Big Bang Theory, I love that to start with. And then it just got progressively shitter. And it's just such yeah. a disappointment that it just fizzled out. Yeah. I'm not going to bother with this anymore. Biggest yeah, disappointment? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not seen it it was rubbish yeah. next yeah then, then then again at the risk of um contradicting myself at what i've just said kind of less is more and there's a lot of debate you know when the films come out and partridge fans i'm going back to partridge again that's another one of my big loves partridge yeah. i actually got i'm sitting next to a partridge picture now and it's like <laughs> you know don't do the film because they're always shit and it's like you know the office the, you know the, the Brent film comes out. Don't do it. It's just gonna tar what you've done. But for, you know my my attitude on this. I get that, but I don't actually really care because it's not the same. Always the same. It's not the same. It's <laughs> right. If if you love if you love that character and you you love that program, it doesn't matter if it's not as good. It's just more of it. It's 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 unseen footage, if you like, yeah. and that's the way I see it. It's it's unseen Brent. And a lot of it is shit, but there's some really good stuff in there. And it's stuff I'd never seen and never would have seen. So I don't actually care if the film's not as good as the series. It's stuff, it's more stuff 
of something I love that I haven't seen before. And that's the way I, that's why I see it when people say, oh, they shouldn't have done the film. And maybe they shouldn't, but, you know, I still watch it. It's a fair point. When we did the, when we covered the the, uh, the film in the end, we it was one of them. When I watched it first, I was a bit like, oh, "This is a this is a bit disappointing. It's just a cash grab." Yeah. But after watching it again, after leaving it for a bit a little period of time, I, to me, it was it was exactly as you said. It was Brent, and that was yeah. good enough for me. It didn't need to be yeah. the office. It was just Brent, and it, yeah. if you could have watched it as a standalone film without yeah. knowing about the office, it still would have been entertaining. Exactly. It's like it's, it's red. It's red button Brent, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good show. We uh, yeah. We pretty much concluded that the purists, tele purists, probably won't like it because it yeah. it does. Um, it, it, yeah, it doesn't underpin what's already been created. But yeah, I think. And now I think uh, even from watching it three, four, five times in the last couple of years, just to again just keep Brent coming at me. Um, yeah. The, yeah. The, the album that came out of that. Absolutely, I absolutely love. <laughs> oh, that's human. Yeah, that, that's on my um, that's on my running playlist. Oh, uh, good show. I've got so you know I go <laughs> I go through and have it on shuffle, so I get all the random high octane crap dance tunes that you put on there because they make you run faster, and then it'll just shuffle on to thank fuck it's Friday <laughs> <laughs> and electricity, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's brilliant. I I actually did a five k the other uh, the other day, and I think one of my fastest kilometers was while Native American was on. Because <laughs> I think oh, I, mean, right. I, I was singing along, and the breathing just kicked in. The oxygen's pumping. I was fine. No drama. Yeah. It's uh, it's madness. You're wild and free. Sure. Yeah. Exploring yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think the film. I, I I don't think the film contradicts um, your point though. Uh, but from a I guess from a TV um, pro or a, from a, someone who's behind the curtain. I mean, what's your what's your thought on those series that drag on? Is that is that just the production company just literally saying, "Look, you're going to come back and keep doing this as long as people keep watching it," and they just yeah, they think, just make as much as they can. Yeah, I think I think. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, uh, it's a bit of a worrying cough to have at this time. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll edit it out. Don't worry. <laughs> Isolation, isolation of the old selves. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think. Generally, if something's really good, the the execs, the TV production company, wants to keep it going as long as possible. Yeah. Um, there's the. I mean, a lot of that is down to if if the cast want to keep going and they keep getting good contracts. For example, Friends is coming back, and that's basically just down. To, I mean, they would have kept that going, but I think the cast wanted to do other things, didn't they? Um, what become global superstars in films? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's kind of a mix of. Generally, if 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 if, if something is a good thing, there would no no TV channel or production company or network would want it to go. But yeah, makes sense. Then occasionally, if I, I I think a lot of it as well is you know how how many uh, frontline cast are there? So like the office is a. Obviously, there's there's Brent, but there's you know there's half a dozen you would say a good yeah. cast. Obviously, if Brent said I'm not doing it anymore, then that would be it. But a couple of the others, they said, you know, even if Martin Freeman said I don't want to do another series, but if the others did, I think they'd probably have done it because then I'm you. Sure, I'm sure they would have been able to write a way around it. You know, they, they could write anything pretty much. And I'm sure Gervais and um, Merchant would have found a way. Yeah. 
But it seems it seems to be having I guess having the control over that they they can just say absolutely not I guess but yeah maybe the BBC might have gone no <laughs> coming back <laughs> yeah <even more. laughs> but like, but to go back to your original question there would be no thought in any in any meeting in any production company or TV network to decide whether to do another series it, if it was doing well and the viewings were good and stuff like you know the figures there wouldn't be any thought I don't think to do with has it run its course we don't want to water down what's been a success that I think I think, I think it, would be, it would be more about just rolling it out, keeping it going while it's successful. Um, yeah. I think m m most of that argument and thought process would come from the leading actors, I would, I would suggest. That makes sense. I mean, does, I guess that you, you have to give Ricky and Steve a bit more credit then for having the, almost the, the balls to yeah. say, this is it, this is, this really, is, this is really, the <clears throat> Really, really ballsy decision as well. You know, in hindsight, really ballsy decision. It would be interesting, though, because obviously it was successful when it went out. But had they known in hindsight, you know, what an era-defining piece of television it would become, if, you know, had they know how iconic mm. it is now, if they'd have known yeah. that then, would that have swayed them to do another, maybe? Because, you know, at the time it was just really good TV and they had other projects to move on to. And it wasn't, it, it wasn't iconic television at the time. Well, it was, but they didn't know that. Yeah. It was, yeah. it, you make a good point. Just, um, the amount of people that have, have said to us the initial watching of the series that it was enjoyable, but it wasn't until years yeah. later when they've rewatched it and binged it that all of a sudden yeah. it's. Well, I, I, I remember, I remember sitting down watching the first episode, and I didn't know it was a spoon. <laughs> uh, and I'm, you know, because I didn't know anything about it. I just I saw a few adverts for it during the week. I thought I'll give this a go. This looks like it could be quite funny. And then it was like one of them. It's like this can't be real. And then you know, you, you, then you, you get a feel of what actually is going on, and then you grip. Yeah, <coughs> we mentioned well, this before, didn't we? Ratings, that, ratings lower than women's bowls. <laughs> <laughs> it was at that era of the the kind of um, mockumentary and that sort of thing, wasn't it? You know, the, yeah. those sort of those sort of things had just started coming out, and I think it was sort of placed perfectly to kind of sit alongside some of those while they were still going, to be able to fall. A certain amount of people at least anyway I can't remember who it was that we were speaking to it was one of our guests and he said that he was speaking to some people and they they didn't necessarily know he was in it and they started saying oh have you seen this program oh this boss he's terrible yeah. and when they found out that it was a comedy they went oh that's that's not funny at all yeah very odd it's just it's the same same with Partridge I think a lot of people when that was on thought he was just this Really, really kind of really strange but quite funny character. I think, I, I, well, and, and I, friends of mine thought that he was real when he was on. <laughs> when I'm on a partridge, was on, and again, I'm on a partridge, is only two series, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, the main. Do you, do you listen to um, Monkey Tennis, by the way? Uh, I try not to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a um, Alan Partridge podcast, it's genuinely brilliant. It's um. Yeah, highly recommended. You stick it on for one of your long runs. Yeah, no, I should. I'm a, I'm a bit rubbish with, with podcasts and, and books. I'm not like Chris Finch. I can't, I can't get through a book in a week. Um, no, I'm a bit, that's under weaknesses. I have put podcasts and reading. Um, and I think, yeah, actually, yeah, it was, I think I, I am, I am a little bit scarred from four years studying languages at university where I had to read like, 
French, a whole French literature piece of work every single week for four years. Ooh. And I think literally oh, yeah, it's a book I, a week. I, I, I did in French. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, and it was medieval French. So it wasn't even French. It was like, what, what are you doing on this piece of paper? Um, uh, I, I actually race, think no, no. Should I? You know, good luck to them. Um, I, I, I come out of university. I just like I can't read. It's it sucked all the enjoyment of kind of reading and. I know, I know you. It's kind of like reading in 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 your ears in a way, isn't it? Listening to long podcasts, and I just like I can't. But it's just ruined my attention span for stuff like this. The fact that it it was always a chore. I think we're about um, to put that on our bio. It's like reading in your ears. I'm going to clip that. Yeah. yeah, we'll put that out there. So uh, yeah. How how did you get from French medieval literature into sports casting? Yeah, um, good question. Good question. Um, by basically by chance. Um, so I used to, I went to Liverpool University for four years and studied uh, French. Well, basically French literature, but they called it French. So I thought, oh, good, I'll get to speak French. It's like, no, you're just going to read loads and loads of crap. <laughs> um, but there was a, my, my crossroads, if you like, was at this. Uh, the summer holidays after year one where for the first time in my life it's like oh my god not only do I not have money I've got severe debt so I need to get a job <laughs> like like most students and my options were um, I got an interview at Euro Disney uh, so god knows what that would have been <laughs> I could have been in a costume I, I could have been like in you know on Red Nose Day make it peck like Roy Hood I could have been like that um <laughs> So that, that, that was one option. Then my other option was my dad, my dad uh, was friends with someone whose son worked for a sports media agency in Leeds, which is where I'm from. I uh, didn't know much more than that. We said oh, they might be taking on freelancer students to put you in touch with them. Great. So I got in touch, ended up getting some shift work at Leeds, basically writing football stories for... Um, a football gossip website called teamtalk.com, which is still going. Yeah, I know teamtalk. Yeah, but this was, yeah, this, this was, this was cutting edge. This was 1996, we're talking, 97, summer of 97, end of my first year. Um, and it was, you know, all the club call phone lines were going yeah. and stuff like that for the football yeah. clubs, which oh. is, Team Talk operated all them. So I started doing shifts there as my summer job. There will and be a hell of a lot that, of people listening that have got no idea what that is. No, I know. That was old, old school in the know, isn't it? That is. No. So that basically, is, yeah. basically, when there was, yeah, when there was no, you basically didn't have internet. Um, I, my first time I ever saw the internet was when I went to university in 96. That was my first, well, I've got an email address. Oh, this is the internet. So no, no, no clubs <laughs> really had official club websites or anything. Your, the way to get your club news was to ring up a phone line called club call on your it was an 0898 number wasn't yeah. it so if yeah. you're a Liverpool fan here's your number and what they did they put on Teletext CFAX a really leading headline like um, shock ace in yeah. Reds move or something like that <laughs> and then so and then so we would record the phone lines for when you're in that premium number and then you'd put you put whatever that st bollock story was you put it at the end so they've been on for three or four minutes and then it'd just be completely misleading and it wasn't really what you thought you were ringing up for. Um, but that was how I got into broadcasting. And that summer job then became every 
every midterm job and the holidays became longer than the terms. And a couple of times during my degree, I nearly quit my degree because I knew that's what I was going to go back and do it. So I was like, why don't I just go there full time now anyway? And it, you know, a few hard conversations with my dad and stuff like that. It's like, we're paying you through university, so don't quit now type thing. <laughs> um, so I, so I, got, I got, through, got through the French degree and then knowing full well I was going to go back to Leeds and work full time on this, uh, this sports agency team talk, which is what I did. Stayed there for, from, for a couple of years and then they, they bought a, a radio frequency, uh, 252 on Longwave, Long which used to be a dance music station along uh, Atlantic 252. Um, <laughs> big time, yeah, big time. Exactly. <laughs> big time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and they, they tried to reinvent it and rebrand it as a 24-hour sports news radio station to rival TalkSport, um, okay. uh, which it never really had the expertise or resources to do. It recruited loads of people. Uh, loads of young people like me who gave a chance to buy a lot of journeymen who clearly weren't you know, good enough to be anywhere else, which is why they just rocked up at this office in Leeds. But anyway, it gave me my, my, my launching pad, if you like, in radio. I presented the breakfast show on there in my early 20s. And I got a taste nice. for it. And uh, it all went tits up when the company, because of the expenditure on the radio station, hit financial difficulties and we all got made redundant. You know, and we sat there, please don't make me redundant. I'll, try, I'll, I'll broadcast <laughs> twice as hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stopped being complacent. Um, but that was, yeah, that was the big moment in my life when, like, something I just gone gone with the flow type thing. And then it's right, you don't have a job anymore. You don't have any money. Move back home with your mum and dad. It's like, right, do I get a proper job, or do I try and carve uh, a career out of this with the experience I've had? So I just had a few years, really hard years, knocking on as many doors. <laughs> like a salesman, um, uh, as I could. Tampons. Yeah. <laughs> and that's coming off with tap water. Um, uh, you know, getting largely knockbacks, but getting the odd glimmer of a chance. And every time I got that chance, I took it. And that ended up getting me onto first talk sport and then on Five Live. And then I just said yes to every bit of work I I got offered. And that's that's basically how I got my career going. So, just yeah, a bit of a. Really. Opportunities are a few more of these. Oh, um, these, really? oh, they just said yeah. come out and say hello. Yeah, just said come out and make up football transfer stories. So, <laughs> uh, Reds, red, <coughs> yeah. ace in red swoop or something. Oh, I remember them. They were brilliant. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, so that was, I kind of, I, I, was, for, I was fortunate in that I yeah, fell into it, but then worked really, really hard to kind of make it a sustainable career. Excellent. Um, there you go. Yeah. Solid advice for everyone, everyone listening there. Like that. Back out of the degree as well. There's not many that would have done that. So I think that, you know, that's. Yeah. That's Doesn't, um, this was one of the questions on my office quiz the other night. What degree does Ricky have? That was a first, right? But what, do we know what it was a first in? Scrape to first. Scrape to <laughs> first. Does he say what it was in? Because I thought I put first in languages and they gave, they gave me the points. Where's your cut off for first? Yeah. Um, that's but I didn't a good know. Point. Yeah, I don't know if he said what, what his degree was. I can't should we, think of... Shall we pause it and then we'll let it out again? <laughs> <laughs> Come back in with the answer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Steve, oh, yeah, definitely. Don't you know that? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely... <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll sort that out. Um, that's, a good, that's a good point. I can't, I can't recall him saying what it was, but I know that he scraped it first. Scraped it first, yeah. Not in, uh, not in Dostoevsky. 
He was a um, uh, professor of watching countdown every day anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we've got talking of your your quiz and coming second. We've got a, got a chance now to go to the top of our leaderboard. Um, I personally think looking at the questions and looking uh, looking, I, I think you've got this. I've got high hopes. Not I putting extra pressure. I'm a, I'm a bit worried about this because, uh, you know, I, I'm very much off the cuff. You know, I just kind of roll with it. You know? <laughs> we'll see. Right. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, right. Question one. Uh, what does Gareth have to do all day on Red Nose Day? Hop. I'll give you that. Hop on one leg. Hop on one foot. Hop on yeah. one leg. Gareth yeah. stopped hopping, everyone. <laughs> well, you don't, you don't hop on... But hopping by its very nature is on one leg. I suppose, yeah. Otherwise, it'd be just jumping. It's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> it's solid. I can't argue with that. No, I'm trying. I was um, trying to counter it just just to see where I could take the debate, but I can't. I can't no, do it. No. Yeah, the definition is to hop. Yeah. Okay. Question two: uh, What is Dawn eating when Brent tells her he thought he found a lump? Oh God. Uh, don't know. What would I say if "don't know" wasn't there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can picture her as well. I can picture her sitting there. I don't know. No, I don't know. It's a bit of brie. Oh, was it a bit of brie? Oh no, that's annoying. Um. Okay. Question three. Uh, according to Simon. Bruce Lee has faked his own death to infiltrate which crime syndicate? Oh, God. I don't know that scene very well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know that one either. Uh, it's uh, drugs, gangs and the triads. Uh, yeah, sure. If you, if you were going to uh, go undercover, you would, you would pick <laughs> the, the world's most famous Chinese film star. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Uh, what is the name of David's record label? Uh, Juxtaposition Records. Very good. Solid. Solid. Uh, okay, what competition does Keith request as an event at the Christmas party? Uh, wet t-shirt competition. <laughs> yeah. not, for the, not for the old people. No. <laughs> Very good. Um, if Wormhog was a person, which part of the body would David describe himself as? Uh, does he say the comedy? No, or is that a different the, quote? The humour. Oh, the humour. The humour. Yeah, the, the humour. I think. That, voice. Yeah. Is that the same? Same <laughs> thing, isn't it? Thing, isn't it? <laughs> same thing, isn't it? Really? Cut off. Yeah. Eight legs, six legs. Eight legs, six legs. Okay. What did the office, basically David Brent, used to call Malcolm? Okay. It was affectionate. Kojak. Kojak is <laughs> correct. <Yeah. laughs> uh, name the two breeds of dog that David mentions in the Croft story. Oh, God. Oh, oh you, you tweeted that yesterday. Or oh, someone did. Someone <laughs> tweeted it to me yesterday. Oh, no. Mental block. Uh, I phased him. Yeah, you have phased me. <laughs> I can't remember. Someone sent me that. Someone, someone quoted me that the other day. Now get that dog out of my sight. Oh, no, sorry. It's a Labrador and an Alsatian. That's it. Yeah. 
That's a nine. Should have got that one. It's it's one of those things. They all kind of, I don't know, they kind of merge into one at times. Yeah. Um, okay. What is the name of the offensive toy that Gareth brings in? Uh, Mister. No. Oh, is he? Bertie. I've got Bertie Bertie. I'll give you that. Uh, Dirty Bertie. Dirty Bertie. Dirty Bertie. Uh, okay. And number 10. What is Karen Roper's tipple? Um, vodka and Coke. Very good. Very good. Very good. Solid In that voice. Yeah, solid. <laughs> <laughs> the, the shape of the mouth and everything was pretty much bang on. The Very same good. throat. <laughs> I think that was what seven. That's a solid attempt. That's a solid yeah. seven. <clears throat> What's that pro rata? <laughs> oh, very good. I, I think, think there's uh, yeah, good questions there. Yeah, Have actually, the um, the I'll, I'll let you into a little secret. The the wet T-shirt one was a question in last night's quiz that I did, which I got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Uh, no, the question the question was what does Keith want at the Christmas party? Uh, um and yeah, that was the answer and I said something else. But that's how I know that's what it was. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And all these quizzes would pay off eventually. Yeah, that's the real quiz. <laughs> Preparation. I love it. Do we need to pick a uh, pick a brain against humanity winner? We, we always we do. a shout out. It's not why we do it, but uh, uh. You have to let us know your um, address and everything, George. We'll send you one of our mugs. Big time. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, um, I'll send you it. Yeah, Different I'll send you that James Graham interview and my address. Love I don't it. know why I'm looking to try and read that. I'm a, you're a third. Of, you're a third of an iPhone six. <laughs> so different <laughs> drinks for different needs. Sure. Big time. Like that. Right. That's been good, hasn't it? <laughs> been a washout. I think I've narrowed it to Adam Nutsey getting his milkers out for a tenner. Sure. Quite like that. Yeah. Uh, walking to Johnny Groats for some spastics was good from uh, Mike, Mike Heaney. Um, thinking if I crash land in the jungle, can I survive by eating my own shoes? Very niche, like it. Thinking outside the box. Just seen Joyce, uh, a weird little bloke. Look at his cartoon face and his yes. hair. Like Fisher Price man. <laughs> that was going to be one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Thanks, Joy. Uh, at Joy AW77. Solid handle. Uh, <laughs> um, should we let you go, George? Well, I bloody have to now. <laughs> we're just kind of uh, wary about taking up all your night, that's all. Uh, I've, got, I've literally, I've literally got nothing else to do. But no, I, uh, I will go and be slightly more sociable than I have been for the past hour. So. I would really, uh, well, really appreciate you taking the time, and uh, no. it's always, always an absolute pleasure whenever you, uh, you're showing up on the Twitter and we get into the, uh, the threads, especially, uh, <laughs> especially with Ralph. If you want to put in a good word for him uh, as well, if he wants to come and join us, take on the quiz, try and beat your score, that would be good. Nice, or, yeah, competition now. He's a, he's a bit too big time, Ralph, for uh, for us. If he's in the right mood, you know, he'll uh, he'll, he'll he'll swing by and uh, cruise on down. Cruise on down. 
If you yeah. see, um, yeah. you see three debauched drunkards in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> That's Colin. Cool. Really enjoyed that, George. Yeah, yeah, so we want to give you uh, your social media shout out so everyone can go and follow you, join in, join in the fun. Uh, Stay in I am the, I'm at Georgie Boy, which uh, is my very immature nickname from university, which I really need to grow up and change. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for the time being, it's there. So Lovely stuff. Well, Love that. thanks very much. Thanks for coming. Cheers, thanks. guys. Cheers, George. Keep, Stay up, safe. keep up the good work. Keep Cheers. up the good Take care. Bye, bye, bye. Well, George, what a hero. Good lad. Yeah. Enjoyed that. Tell, I, th I think I would enjoy being in that WhatsApp group. Yeah. Bit, we, we fished a bit, but he didn't want to invite us in, did he? So, uh, kept well, going back to it. I don't know. Would you want to be in a, in a room with a, a load of rugby lads? More of a, I've, more I've, of seen what happened to, I've seen what happened at uni to some people and it wasn't pretty. <laughs> um, yeah, even a virtual room would be too much. I wonder what the initiation is to get in the group. Good point. Yeah, don't uh, think about it. Yeah. I reckon they all pulled his pants down, tickled him. <laughs> and his wife's going to see them. <laughs> <laughs> but solid uh, 7 out of 10. I think he'll kick himself on the Labrador Alsatian. I think he knew that. Yeah, he'll kick himself later. He'll kick himself later. But, you know, another super fan. Another another good insight into some behind the scenes on TV and uh, some new new thoughts on, on um, the office, which is good. Um, I was forgetting forgetting the office section of it. I was most pleased that uh, I met someone that's had some kind of interaction with Club Call and the uh, <laughs> you know superstar striker in Spurs swoop or whatever it whatever they used to be. It used to be brilliant. He said, "Oh, oh we're going to sign someone amazing." And it turned out to be like Andy Booth. <laughs> Boothy. I mean, the office generation generally are probably just about in our thirties, most of us. So there should be a fairly good um, knowledge of club call, if if not a little bit of a memory there somewhere. You have to think. What I, I I would have I would have never thought of that again. I don't think unless that has been brought up. <laughs> that's that's been good. I've enjoyed that. It's, it was just the precursor to the constant barrage of transfer bullshit you get now. Well, yeah, it's all the same. More, in, more innocent in a way. It's just it's different nice, media. It's nice to have it confirmed that it always was complete bullshit. And it was done by just some graduate just writing out random <laughs> bits of bollocks, trying to keep yeah. people on the line. Always the same. How do you feel about the uh, transfer talk coming out at the moment? I mean, let's, uh, let's say Liverpool have to can't afford to pay the wages of the staff but might be able to buy Mbappe this summer um, it's also a bit silly really isn't it surely surely no one's worrying about transfers now <laughs> surely there's I don't know yeah I, sure. suppose, I suppose you need to to an extent but just the kind um, of business business as usual element of it I'm just not sure not sure there's, that's, that's there's, me. there's got there's got to be some sort of scouts at home sort of Climbing the walls, playing football manager or something. <laughs> um, what, what are scouts doing? Just reliving old footage. They've all been furloughed, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not even allowed to work. Does that mean they're not allowed to watch any sport, any football? Is that technically work? Good point. Any scouts? There's a little bloke outside the window going, uh, "No, <laughs> turn that Sky Sports news off." <laughs> How are you finding your isolation now? 
my isolation. <laughs> um, One word, two syllables, isolation. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I've been um, I've been at home for four weeks. Um, it's all right, and it, I'm lucky. I'm still at work, so I've I've got a I've got a focus. I've got something to do. Um, I've slipped into alcoholism, so it was nice to see George tonight actually with his non-alcoholic beer because I think I might have to start trying that because I do enjoy. I think I would enjoy the taste. I don't. I you know when you only drink one beer a night or two beers a night, but it's every night forever. I, so I'm not doing it to feel any kind of yeah. kick. It's not numbing any pain. It's just the taste thing. So maybe that's well, the way forward. Just get, just move on to crack. <laughs> Is that don't, don't don't step backwards. Double down. <laughs> I was, was going to say this this is kind of going to be a bit like therapy now we're going to forget we're recording and we'll just have a chat but I mean I'm not sure I'm not sure <laughs> the right venture I don't think I'd be a great therapist <laughs> no, no for everything was have you tried crack <laughs> just try it once yeah, yeah you go might yeah. as well yeah try everything once um, I mean I've I've got some good news sure um, I mean Unfortunately, tens of thousands are dying um, with the whole coronavirus thing. But the good news is I have been promoted. <laughs> uh, and that is actually true. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's still yeah. thinking about the bad news. They are still thinking about the bad news. Yeah. Um, but I'm very much enjoying using that Alan Partridge video at the minute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a bit of a... Bit of an inside joke, but you know. Ah, we'll tell them later. Tell them later. Yeah. Well, that's overall. We're doing. We're we're doing all right. If anyone's interested, me and Steve are doing all right. I know a lot of you are worried. We get a lot of Twitter DMs. You know, just checking up on us. Um, maybe we need to just do a little daily isolation update. <laughs> no. We we Black should diary. try. We should try and do a daily like two minute call and then we can just tweet out the recording so it's just like one minute 30 or something record the call tweet it out as a video i love i love how the effort went down immediately by 25 percent just two minutes and within a second you're like no i can't bother to do that long let's just do 90 seconds it's only because you only got is it 140 seconds 140 characters isn't it I, mean, I think it's in seconds as well. I think it's something like that. Oh, is it? I did. I didn't know that. In fact, it might. I think it might be 140 seconds. That's what. Two minutes. <laughs> That's already more than you wanted to do. Two minutes yeah. twenty. Yeah. That's long enough, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they've already switched off from this. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they they switched off a long time ago. No yeah. one's reaching this end. Nah, this is yeah, this is the this is the depths. If you're still listening, just tweet us with a hashtag still listening. It'd be nice, <laughs> it'd be nice to know. And let's let's do it. Let's do a little two minute isolation update. Would you try that from next week? Why don't we alternate it? So I'll do one day, you do the next, and we'll just see it's solo. Yeah, maybe. maybe. And maybe on a Friday we'll get together. Oh, these kind of production meetings are normally things that happen off air. So this is like it's good that we're involved in. You know, this is like behind the curtain. People are finding out our sausages are made here. Yeah? 
that's what people want. Yeah. Well, that's what they think they want until they get it and then they realise it's really not what they want. Yeah. I, ignorance is bliss. That's what they say. They don't want to know how we come up with our genius. They just want the genius. <laughs> Uh, we hope you enjoyed being left with the baked potato song last week or last time. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it's right to repeat that, but the message is still there. Go and, go and donate. Go and buy the song. Yeah. Go and do your clapping and banging your pots and pans. Let's get behind everyone. Um, go on the NHS. Yeah, and we'll we'll try our best to keep you entertained. And if there's anything you want us to do while we're all sat at home, then... <laughs> Give us a shout. Do uh, do get involved in the quiz Sunday nights. We're going to be running the uh, the pub quiz, so you can come and uh, and challenge all of our other or all of your fellow fans. The first one we did was very good, very good. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I think we've done some brilliant podcasts. If I do wow. say so. Wow! Wow! Yeah. And oh, we've had some bad, we've had some amazing guests, um, but I think the quiz was potentially the best thing we've ever done. I'm going to put it out there now. And it was only the first one. Yeah. So they're only going to get better. And you know what? It was because it was, you know, with everyone. We're one big family, yeah? Yeah. And the more the merrier on the quiz. So You're not going to fiddle with my kids. (laughs) If anyone does. Yeah. So give us a DM. Uh, We'll be tweeting about it or how you can get involved. We'll send you the link via email and the agenda for the quiz. And yeah, more people that get involved, the better it'll be. So, you know, come and have a chat with us. Come and have a drink with us. Come and have a quiz with us. Sunday's good. All right, I'm going to go and get a beer. I'm going to go isolate. And I'll I'll film get a beer as well. Yeah, let's do it. All right, we'll see you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.